Hey, this is Kat Kahn from Knoxville, Tennessee. And Tanya Rice from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are grateful you've joined us. And we cannot wait to share with you the musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learn, laugh, and enjoy. And we hope you will share with us any of your comments or questions. Without further ado, this is Two Pittas on a Pod. Hi, Kat. Hi, Tanya. How are you? I'm good. You look good. I had a busy, busy, busy weekend. We had the Apple Festival in our town, and it was crisp, just like the apples. And (laughs) it was was so nice. It it was like a way to usher in fall. So it was kind of neat. I love that. It looked fun, like whatever I was seeing on Facebook and your posts and stuff. Yeah, it was pretty neat. Pretty darn neat. Looked like you had a great turnout. Looked like lots of people were stopping by. and We had a lot of people stop by. We didn't sell hardly anything, but we reconnected with people that had not been, that we hadn't seen since before COVID. So yeah. that was amazing. That was amazing. We got to see so many people that just, that I just adore. So it was so fun to get to touch base with people that you like that you haven't seen in a while so it was pretty cool that's awesome well what are we going to talk about today well we're going to talk about one of our favorite topics we're talking about gratitude i am so 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 excited to talk about it. it's like a way of just kind of saying thank you for all of our blessings yeah yeah and in truth I think sometimes we get so uh, worked up or so tied up in our lives or, you know, just everything that's happening in our life that we forget to be grateful. You know, Mm -hmm. it's even the little things, right? Like we just run around like crazy fools and we make a point to thank people when they're doing, you know, good things for us, but we forget to, you know, be grateful for the things that are just already here, like the things that Mm -hmm. are so easy to take for granted. But a lot of times I think we look at gratitude as something big. We have to be grateful for getting a new car or grateful for winning the lottery, but we forget to be grateful for feeling the breeze on our face you know and it changes your whole life when you make space in your life to just be grateful and to appreciate the things that you have because you know it's when we take the time to start that kind of a practice and we recognize it and we name the things that we're grateful for we find that we have so much more than we realized Uh, yeah it's that whole oh my gosh I forgot about that and oh Mm -hmm. yeah I I should pay homage to that you know kind of thing and it's funny too because you know sometimes and I, I don't know that I've done this much recently but I know there have been times where I've been stuck in a rut and I get in this place of, well, that person didn't thank me, right? And mm-hmm. you know, although I know I haven't fallen into the trap recently, I know that it's a good way to circle in your brain that you should be saying thank you more often, like mm-hmm. error on the side of saying it too much than not mm-hmm. enough. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Because we can be grateful for people. We can be grateful for experiences. We can be grateful for things, you know. And you have no idea what that might do for the other person that day Mm -hmm. just because you simply said thank you actually for being you. Mm -hmm. Well, since you mentioned thankfulness, there is a difference between gratitude and thankfulness. And it's really, it's as simple as it's the intention. It's just the intention. What is your intention? Right. Um, It's a valid point. Yeah. A lot of times when we have a gratitude practice, um, and I know you're going to talk about that, but when we practice gratitude, it's something that we intentionally choose 
to focus on and to practice on. It's not that you just feel it, but you actually do something about it when you have a gratitude practice. And there's a lot of things that benefit you to, by having one. Gratitude in itself can help you relieve stress. And I don't know anyone that doesn't feel stress, you know, and, and it's not even this time in the world. I mean, we always have stresses in our lives, but if you practice gratitude, it helps to calm your body down. It puts you in a more meditative type state and it just helps you to recognize the things that you are grateful for. And it makes those big, huge, ugly things that are stressing you out a little bit smaller and a little bit softer edges to them. Yeah, for sure. And, mm -hmm. you know, as you reference a gratitude practice, starting out in the AM, I think is a segue here for this is mm -hmm. you think about the, just rising out of bed. And you and I have talked about morning routines. We've talked about it Ayurvedically, we've talked about it energetically, like having a morning routine, whether it is meditation or yoga, but even before you get out of bed, having a gratitude practice that says, okay, before I set my feet on the earth, I'm going to offer gratitude for the fact that I'm here. Like mm -hmm. I, I woke up this morning, I have been gifted one more day in this world. I am maybe laying beside somebody that I love. Maybe I have children who are in the other room. Maybe I I have a pet curled up at my feet. Maybe I can see the sunlight because it's coming through the windows. Maybe I can't because it's still dark. Mm -hmm. But whatever it is, if you can pause for a moment and take in that beauty that says, wow, like here I am, and maybe move past those body image things and, you know, place your hands on your heart or place your hands. I've learned, you know, bringing your arms across your stomach so that your fingers touch your spleen points this is this is a whole phenomena for me mm -hmm. but that if you could cross your arms across your stomach and touch your rib cage with both finger points mm -hmm. then take a moment to be grateful for this body like mm -hmm. this this is who I am and this is the what people around me love and be you know have that moment of gratitude for the gift that you received right mm -hmm. and then start your day if you want to throw in your intentions there too, you absolutely can. But if you're making it just about gratitude, just, you know, that really heartfelt moment that you spend being grateful for what you have around you before you even step into the day. Mm -hmm. Yep. I love that. And that's something that can take 30 seconds yeah. or less. It's not something that has to take a long time. And if you can just put that into your day, it can help you be more positive. It, you start out your day in a better state state of mind, a better frame of mind. It's changing the outcome of everything. And to your point, it doesn't cost any money. It doesn't mm -hmm. take up any fuel. It doesn't require any preparation or any cleaning. Like it's simply just taking pause. Mm -hmm. Well, one of our other benefits is that it helps you feel more positive uh, emotions because gratitude causes the br brain to produce an increase in dopamine and serotonin. And it's something that 
can just put you physically. I mean, really, it's not just that you feel better, but the re- you, there's reasons behind it. There's scientific research why that it can help regulate your mood and your social behavior by just practicing gratitude and having a grateful mind allows you to be less stressed and, and to feel more positive emotions. And research su- done into this phenomena, I guess, but it suggests that thinking of things that you're grateful for does impact how you feel and how you behave. I think it was Harvard Medical School that did some of that. And I know, you know, we talked about emotions with back pain with my husband. And he said people that have more positive outlooks and that are more grateful do better when it comes to surgery. So it is amazing how the benefits you get just in that. And gratitude can also help calm down when you're having, you know, a tough time in your life. And a little goes a long way. <coughs> like you don't, you don't need a an hour long litany. You don't need to stress about 20 minutes on a meditation cushion. It literally takes, you know, 15 seconds and you can mm-hmm. change your outcome. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If you choose gratitude over holding a grudge or negative emotions, sometimes it doesn't, well, it doesn't make them go away entirely, but it'll help you feel less emotionally engaged or less emotionally charged about a tough topic or a tough situation. Yeah. And ultimately, I think it does dissipate it. Like you say, it doesn't go away. It may make your reaction softer mm-hmm. or less reactionary at all. Mm-hmm. Gratitude also strengthens our social relationships. And I think a lot of times, especially with those that we're closest to, a lot of times we forget to be grateful for someone that's there all the time. We forget to let let them know how grateful we are for them. And so when we let people know how grateful we are for them, that goes a long way in solidifying those relationships. But just being in a gratitude practice all by yourself is going to strengthen your relationships because you change. You know, those wedges that sometimes that can be between you and your family or friends, they, they can become smaller little wedges because you recognize the power of being grateful. Yes. And this is like what we talk about in energy medicine. When you go to release those angers or those unforgivenesses or those martyrdom thoughts or victim mentality is that if you can pause for a second and flip your own vantage point, we'll Mm -hmm. say, or your perspective, or if you can flip it and say, you know what? I am still grateful. I am thankful that this person exists. I am grateful that this they do this one thing, even Mm -hmm. though all you're usually looking at is the 50 things that are wrong. Right. If you can spend just 10 seconds to focus on the one good thing, it makes the 50 things seem less big. Mm -hmm. Well, it increases your empathy and it helps to decrease any aggression, negativity. Yep. For sure. And we don't realize how much we carry that and and 10 seconds of gratitude can really change that. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. Another benefit of gratitude is it does help you to understand others better. I really love that because we a lot of times do, well, we're human. We get sucked into the me, 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 no matter how giving and caring and loving we put out, people are just generally a bit self focused. And so when you practice gratitude, it helps you to put yourself in other people's shoes. And the more you express feelings of gratitude, the easier it is to put other people's actions into a perspective and to interpret how they feel about things or how 
they respond or why they respond to different circumstances. It literally is like impossible for you on the one hand to be thankful or grateful for one positive thing and then still also see the negative things. So it's like it gives your mind something to focus on that will Mm -hmm. help pull you from always going to the negative, Mm -hmm. right? And although it maybe is digging deep, if you can change your perspective on how you see them, keeping your mind busy. Mm -hmm. To your point, if you're, you know, in a tough relationship where it seems like all you've done is argue with this person or whatever it is that you have been holding the said grudge about, that if you can be like, I'm really thankful or I'm really grateful that that person has blue eyes and that I can see all their emotions in their blue eyes, whether they're angry eyes or sad eyes, I can see all their emotions in their eyes. Like it takes two seconds to change your perspective. And maybe by changing your perspective, you're also going to change the situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Love that. We we get that choice. This has been my thing of late is choose, choose it differently, choose to see it differently. Mm -hmm. Sure, you can choose be angry every day if you want. Choosing choosing gratitude is a choice. Mm -hmm. The we get to choose how we react to everything. And I, I kind of wonder, I was, as, you, as you were talking, I was thinking how many times when we have challenges with other people and we get angry and we get mad, how often is that jealousy? How often is that anger from something, from feeling like that person has maybe prettier hair or they can read more books? I had quite a bit of envy going on before when you said you read seven books last week quite a bit of envy going on but then I'm gra- then I felt all this gratitude that you shared these wonderful books with me <laughs> but you know it does you know it makes you physically healthier if you can have a gratitude practice because you know we get sucked into this vat of ne- negativity and so when we work on being psychologically healthier by having a positive outlook on life you know we that, that manifest in our physical body as well oh for sure I'm most people I see for energy work is as I'm feeling things in their body, I'm like, what emotion is this? It's not ever, oh, that hurts. It must be my gratitude. <laughs> that's that's definitely not how that goes. Uh, absolutely. I, I have a, there was a study by the National Institute of Health that anal- analyzed blood flow across the various regions of the brain. And I know you like talking about brain, but while participants, they did this blood fo- flow analysis while participants expressed feelings of gratitude and found that individuals who showed more gratitude experienced higher levels of activity in the hypothalamus. That, and that's the part of the brain that controls bodily functions like eating, drinking, sleeping, metabolism, and stress. That, I think, is pretty darn powerful. Our mind, our attitude can affect all kinds of things. And I know people got so down. My mom still, anything <laughs> anything at all that's not going great, she goes, it's because of COVID. <laughs> I'm like, mom, you know, just be grateful that you're here. Just be grateful for the day, you know? And so it, you know, it's interesting to me. I would love to be able to wire everyone up and show them the blood flow to their brain by just a gratitude practice. 
Yeah, I I totally agree. Mm -hmm. I think it would be fun. Gratitude can help you sleep better. And that's pretty obvious why, because it helps decrease your stress. Gratitude makes you less materialistic because people start noticing smaller things to be grateful for, and they don't have to have the latest shoes or the latest purse or the latest Nintendo. Gratitude can help you become more content and happy with what you have. And not only content with what you have, but when you practice gratitude and you do some of the practices that Tanya is going to share with you, it helps you recognize literally how much you actually do have. It helps to put you at a lower risk for depression. A lot of times when we're depressed, we don't believe that we have enough of something, enough love, enough companionship. So recognizing how much gratitude that we have and how many things that we have in our lives to be grateful for can help lower your risk of depression. Another thing I know this is not going to surprise you gratitude promotes higher self-esteem. Mm-hmm. The more what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. The more positive you feel within yourself, the more positive energy you express to other people and to the world around you. And it's really hard to have a really bad low self-esteem if you practice gratitude. You have to really work on that. You have to try to have bad self-esteem. Gratitude promotes a positive outlook on life. It promotes selflessness. Gratitude can help you cope with emotional trauma. Now, I'm not going to say it's going to cure emotional trauma, but it can help you cope with it. It can help you teach your brain to recognize rewards in your life. Well, and lastly, gratitude, the effects of gratitude can grow over time. So it's not something if you're like, oh, well, I'm 80 years old, I might as well forget it. You can always start a gratitude practice. You can always see an improvement in your life because of just practicing gratitude. It is never too late. No. In fact, stop the recording, push pause, whatever you need to do right this moment while you're listening and stop and say three things that you're thankful for. Just like that. And then come back and listen to us because we got lots more to say. (laughs) (laughs) But it is never too late to start. That means right now. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Let's talk about all the things that you can do to mindfully set apart time to truly practice gratitude. And I think one of them that I know you'll cover is journaling, but Mm -hmm. spending time on the mat, doing yoga, and specifically forward folds, which we know are great at releasing back tension, great at releasing tension on the backside of the body, period, the whole posterior chain, which is where we tend to carry our heavy negative emotions. It's on our back, countering those forward folds with some really lovely back bends where we then open our heart to a space of gratitude. So first forward folding to release anything that is hanging out negative and then back bending to open up the heart space to allow anything that would come in that we can turn towards gratitude, like the the gift of changing that vantage point, which is what you and I were talking about. It's our personal choice. Mm-hmm. We, we can choose to be angry right now or we can choose to be grateful right now. Mm-hmm. And how much different will your life be? If you don't continue to choose anger or sorrow or whatever it is that has got you held right now, but instead change your verbiage. Nope. For Mm -hmm. right now, for today, whatever comes up, I'm going to stop and I'm going to say thank you. Thank you for this challenge. Thank you. I'm grateful that you have given me this challenge so that I have to look inside myself and 
choose a new path or I am grateful that this, I don't know, fill in the blank. This Mm -hmm. happened to me because now I was able to pause. I was able to slow down. I was able to put down all of my past stuff that I was carrying to this argument. And and I, I set it down and now I'm choosing gratitude and I'm, and I'm just really thankful that we're in this place right now in the midst of this argument. Mm-hmm. You know, I, in my class this morning, I taught a bar class. And at the end, I, I was using my phone to record the class for the, our, our online studio. So I had to give them a thought for the day just from the top of my head. And I always have a few that are kind of life quotes for me. But one that goes right along with what you were just saying, when I was real young, and I, I know we've talked about this on the, a different episode before, my mom had this piece, this quote that she had ripped out of a magazine or a newspaper or something and taped it to the inside of her vanity. And it was, give the credit, or the quote was from Arionassis, but it said, you make me feel this way or that way is a self-imposed illusion. I alone make me feel anyway. When we, when you get to the point where you can decide, when you recognize, I guess you don't decide, but you recognize that you get to decide if you're going to be angry and mad because a truck cut, cut you off. You get to decide if you're going to be negative and nasty because someone was negative and nasty to you. When it, when you really take on the ownership of, I get to decide how I act, that, that can change your whole life. And if you decide, if you can recognize that, you know what, this happened and it really was stunk, but you know what, look at all these good things that happened to me also. And you give more weight and more power to the good things than to the negative things changes your whole perspective. It's it's so fantastic how simple it is that it makes us wonder why we aren't doing it more diligently more often, right? Mm-hmm. And this is why I say we you know we talk about doing it as AM to start your day but also making sure you're doing it at the PM to close your day. Grateful for whatever that come came up throughout the day. And I always tell people maybe choose three things and make it as simple as a person, place, and thing. So choose one person that you interacted with today, one place that you were at today, and one thing that you came across today. What, whatever mm-hmm. it is, like right, whether it's a book or you know some transaction or whatever, like right, it doesn't matter. But I think that it's just really important to make that point that it is just that simple. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, that. I simple. agree. And I think I know that you wanted to have a discussion about a gratitude journal, which mm-hmm. I think goes perfectly along with that PM routine mm-hmm. is really maybe just setting that journal right beside the bed and, and just doing it. Mm-hmm. When I do teacher training, I have people in the morning write three things that they're grateful for. And in the evening, I have them write three things that happened to them that they were grateful for. And and I and I'm, I always try to get them to look beyond, I'm grateful for my husband. I'm grateful for my children. Try to look beyond that and try to find other things that you take for granted. But I feel like journaling, and I know if anyone's listened to our podcast very long, any chance I can blab about journaling, I'll blab away. But and big thing with the journaling is that there's no right or wrong way to do a gratitude journal. You can do it however it works best for you. But some of the main ways to do one is to try to do it every day. And a lot of times I feel like people quit doing it because they start editing themselves or they go, well, I only, I didn't have anything to say today. Just writing for 10 seconds, writing for a minute. You know, a lot of times I try to set a timer for like 20 minutes, but that's just for me personally. But 
you know, just trying to make it a daily practice is something that is a great way to start it. Another thing is to kind of pair it with another routine. For me, I pair it with drinking coffee. You know, <laughs> you can pair it with reading right before you go to bed. If you're reading a great book, you go, oh, I'm going to write my gratitude journal before or after you read your book. So a lot of times if you pair it with something else that's already a routine for you, that helps it just be adapted into that routine. Also, keeping what you write in there uh, very broad because I know, and this happened to a lot of my teacher trainees last time I did one. They're like, I, I ran out of things I was grateful for, <laughs> you know, so because they, I had given them such a specific thing to write down. But if you keep it really broad where you don't have to write down this same thing every day, you can kind of mix it up. What food was I grateful for today? What You can pick anything you want. It doesn't even have to be, you know, listing things, but just trying to find something so you don't get pigeonholed in your writing over time. You can also decide time-wise, or if you want to write down, you know, like Tanya and I both mentioned, writing down three things, you can assign a number to stuff. Sometimes that's easiest for people to do. But one of the things that I think is important to do is to really be true to yourself, because it's really hard to decide that, um, to start writing things that aren't from your heart, that aren't true to yourself. We get real stuck on focusing on the easy things, the happy things. You know, a lot of my growth, and I know a lot of your growth too, has come from the really shitty stuff. Yeah. You know? Entirely. I, and and that's one of the challenges I do. In fact, it's my meditation for my 200 hour tonight, mm -hmm. is gratitude meditation. Mm -hmm. And instead of it being the things that seem like quite obvious to be grateful for, I take them into a situation that they recall not making them feel well and trying to find pieces within that situation that they are grateful for, mm -hmm. which is sometimes harder said than done. You have to dig deep. It's very hard because like, you know, I, I blab about cancer. You know, cancer isn't fun, but I look at all the amazing things that happened to me because I had cancer. Mm -hmm. Now, I am very, very lucky and blessed because I'm still here to talk about that. There's a lot of people that aren't here to talk about that. But, you know, a lot of times the things that are the hardest in our lives, my divorce was not fun. It was not easy, but the growth I can I went through personally was incredible. So there's always things that you can focus on in your journaling. And I have to say the journaling stuff that I write about, the really hard stuff, that's the most powerful writing I do. And that's the really hard stuff too, because that can send you into crying and tears. But a lot of times we have to get through that stuff to be able to really embrace gratitude for people around us. And then another thing when it comes to journaling, is let it be messy. You know, don't, you know, don't just put the highlight reels of your life. You know, don't just put the pretty stuff you put on Facebook. You know, Facebook, I think, has <laughs> done a lot of great things and keeping us connected. I've got friends on Facebook that I would not be connected with if it weren't Facebook, but we all just show the pretty, pretty, perfect little pictures on Facebook. No one wants to go, wow, this is how shitty my day was. This is, this was really a crap. No one puts that on Facebook because we want to show the pretty world. But when you're doing, when you're journaling, don't
don't put the, the perfect little highlight reels down. Get all the crap out because through that crap, through writing all of that junk, you're going to find the powerful things that are at your core that really sing to your soul to be grateful for. Yeah, it's such a lovely practice, really. Mm -hmm. So write, 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 write. Write, write, write. But in fact, just spend time, like even if you don't have a journal, pause long enough to do the work. Mm -hmm. Now you mentioned gratitude meditations. So some ways that our listeners could do that, uh, well, there's a myriad of ways. You can get on Insight, Insight Timer and type in gratitude meditation and there'll be a million of them. I'll set a timer for like 20 minutes and I'll just focus on my breath. And I try to think of things that I'm happy about, things that make make me happy things that I either want for myself or I believe about myself and just list them. Love it. Perfect. I'm Kat Kahn. And I am Tanya Rice. And this is Two Pittas on a Pod signing off. Thank you for listening to Two Pittas on a Pod. We're grateful you joined us. Join us again for more musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learned, laughed, and enjoyed this podcast. And we hope you will share your comments or questions. Email us at twopittasonapod at gmail.com. And like us on Facebook and Instagram at twopittasonapod.